Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of We Only Talk Books. Uh, today we are going to talk about one specific book that we all three read along in the last fortnight. But before that, I wanted to introduce you to the genre that this book belongs to. Um, this genre is all about books, about books or reading. Um, how I started on to this genre is an interesting story uh, and also something which is uh, lazy on my part. So I'll share something with you. I was in a reading slump and I did not want to pick any huge book. And that is when I came across this very lovely little book, which is called The Uncommon Reading Reader by Ellen Bennett. Uh, this book is about the Queen of England who walks into a books, mobile bookstore and she picks up a book just because she's there and she does not want to uh, appear rude. So she picks up a book and she starts reading. And this book is about her journey of reading and how reading changes things in her life. So when I finished this book, which is about a 120-page book, it was a delight to read. Uh, what I realized was that uh, when you are in a reading slump or when you don't want to read any particular topic, then reading about other books or reading about other readers is something which is fun. It also shows what kind of reader you are. There are so many points where you can say, oh, yes, this is exactly how I read. Or yes, this I also felt the same way about this book or particular subject. So then I picked up a few more books in the same genre and I read uh, I'd Rather Be Reading, which is another delightful uh, book by a reader. And she typically talks about uh, the phases of reading, how we pick up reading, what we do with our books, what we do with our uh, bookshelves, how we arrange bookshelves, how we talk to other book lovers. Everything about reading and a reading lifestyle was covered in that single book, which uh, then led me to a lot of conversations with Vinay and DVS. And of course, it also led all of us to start this podcast about books, about reading. And we decided that we would be rereading the book, uh, which we are going to talk about right now, is the End of Life Book, uh, book Club by Will Shorby. So I'll let Didi talk more about this book. So... Vinay was the one who introduced me to this book the first time around. Uh, when he suggested this book to me, I was not very open about it because I'm not that much into nonfiction. But I do trust Vinay's recommendations and as such I did pick up this book and I thoroughly enjoyed reading it. So and for those of you who do not know, I'll just give you a brief detail about the book. The author, Will Schwal, writes about his journey with his mother as he finds out that his mom is suffering from cancer. And in their first appointment for chemotherapy, uh, they end up discussing about one book and then go on to forming a two-person book club where they read and discuss books together. So as I got into this book, the first time I read this book, it sound, it felt like a reading list to me. 
it was all about books all about the books that they were reading how they felt about each book and if that aspect of their discussion attracted me to one of the books that they were discussing and i was completely focused on that as a result by the time i ended uh, reading the book i had a huge tbr that i had uh, added but I, when i read this book for a second time th during this fortnight i discovered that this book was so much more since i already had the tbr with me the books that they have already read this time i focused on the characters and i was completely blown away by mary's character this time around the way she accepts her condition the way she continues with her life for what the remaining days the way she interacts with her son and the things that she learns from this book this reading list that they go through together it was simply amazing so this book has so much to offer and i am so glad i reread this book because i discovered a lot of things that i didn't realize the first time around and i absolutely enjoyed reading this book Vina, what did you feel when you read for the first time? Uh, yeah, I read this book for the first time, I think, last year. It was part of a reading challenge, and just uh, reading the title itself, I think it attracted me to it. The book was quite surprising, but it was quite powerful as well. because it showed how a family can come together over reading over books that are common between them and that was very beautiful so as i read it i loved how maryanne reacts to the adversity which she comes to face whereas many people might have decided to buckle down and uh, what do you say give up on life she actually fights against it and Uh, reads books along with her son which gives her hope and uh, happiness so that made a very big impact on me as well so the the biggest impact it made was it made me wonder the about the books i was reading and it made me wonder if i should be reading more of what i want to read rather than what i have to read maybe for challenges or maybe for reviews or whatever it may be so you don't know what happens next so you want to read life to the fullest you can say so that is what i took away from this book what about you prat i think you both covered a lot of things about uh, uh, the book more more than adding the books that they read for me i would also meant like to add is that i think i have never read more of a classics but uh, i heard so much about a lot of classics when i was reading in, reading this book and uh, the reason that they discuss books and they discuss the benefits of the story they discuss the background of the books how the books came into the picture how the author impacted their life and their reading i think it was a more of a um, like a push for me to pick up those old classics or the old stories and read and realize that 50 years back or 60 years back what what was the society like like where have we come from 
how did the people think about their times and how did they react to the emotions of love of uh, friendships of tragedies like the so emotions stay the same but i think with with every passing decade we treat them differently so this is another thing which is i took it from the book that i should also read across multiple not just across the genres but also across the decades and across the years that have been the books have been around us that is awesome sir so uh oh okay so another thing which i really wanted to uh ask you people and i know a lot of readers are also interested uh, and i have been asked the same questions again and again is how do you uh, compare the ebooks versus versus the physical uh, books because uh you know that uh, will was reading a lot of ebooks while mary was completely a strictly a physical book person so so if so you know me i weigh in in the fact that i am not a physical book person anymore my 90% of the reading is done as an ebook and even of out of that 50% of it is not 50 maybe 40% is done as an audio book so i have become totally converted to ebooks the love of ebooks the convenience of ebooks and the audio books although i must mention that this particular book i heard it as an audio and then i loved it so much that i picked up a physical copy of the book to keep it with me because i really wanted to mark all the books that they read and i just want to uh, put my mark on the book and say okay yes i read it and i loved it so i picked up a physical copy but overall i am more of an ebooks person person it lets me uh, do my stuff while i'm reading it lets me travel it lets me commute it lets me go on for a long walks while i'm listening to audio books uh, where do you people weigh on that scale like how comfortable are you with that i prefer paperback still i'm uh, still old school that way i love i enjoy reading only when i'm holding a physical copy in my hand and even though i have to move on with times and i do read ebooks as it's convenient especially when i'm at social gatherings and i can't rip out a physical book obviously i make do with the ebook but i just cannot get over physical copies at all and audio books i have tried quite a number of times but i could not enjoy the story as much as i would have liked because i get distracted i really get distracted uh, when i listen to audio books i keep uh, get on to something else so it's paperback for me all through what about you vinay uh, at one point of time if you had asked me i would have said i would i read only paperbacks i don't read ebooks i don't read audio books at all and now if you ask me i do enjoy ebooks while traveling because it it is very convenient i don't need to carry the book with me and i don't lose the pages when uh, bump hits and i lo- i forget where i was so that convenience makes me lean towards ebooks more i have also tried audio books but that is not something which i'm grown too fond of yet either it depends on the book i would say some books are better read as paperback some books maybe just as ebooks 
for this particular book, the end of your life book club, I will surely, I would prefer paperback because uh, books have always been a source of hope and inspiration for me. And that, I, that part I relate to more in paperbacks than in any other uh, book versions. So when it comes to books, I can read all three, but when it comes to this particular book, I would say paperback, paperback, paperback. I also would want to add something uh, maybe off topic, but do you judge people who do not read physical books or do you judge people who only use audio books? Like, what is your stand on that? Because I see a lot of uh, people passing comments about, oh, this is not true reading if you are listening to a book. Do you agree with that? I think as long as you are reading whichever method suits you, it's okay by me. What about you, Vinay? Yeah, I think I would agree with that. It depends on what I might judge you on uh, the, the kind book of book which you, read. you are reading rather than the kind of book you're reading. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, so let let me pick up on a question which has been in my mind since I read this book for the first time and also reread this book for this uh, podcast purpose. Uh, how do I put this? When after reading, I felt is there an end of my end? Is there an end of my life book club which? I can uh, start. I don't know how long do I have to live, but uh, a book club with certain people who have the same kind of uh, book passions as me, I think that appealed to me a lot. It didn't make me think about Will and Mary Ann's book club as such, but it made me wonder what books I would be reading and with whom I would be reading those. After reading this book, did you people feel the same way as well? I think we have all been uh, affected a little bit once we read this book because, yes, we did wonder at one point how many books we will be able to read before we, uh, you know, kick the bucket. But, and how do we make it matter? But in any case, I always feel that I keep true to my choices for most of the past. So I'll be happy with any number of books I read and I'll be happy as long as I have you guys with me, read, reading with me. Yes. Oh. Okay, so when I finished this book, I actually thought a lot about I should be reading better. I should also pick up my TBR. I should close my TBR without picking new books. I should pick more classics. I should pick more nonfiction. But a month down the line, what I realized is if I'm not enjoying something, I should not be doing it. So I enjoy reading. And sometimes I enjoy reading the kind of books that will not find a mention. That will not find a, they might find a mention, but they will not be discussed between you and me. So, but I'm good reading those because I enjoy those and I need those books to clean my head just to, you know, sit back and enjoy a rom-com or a chiclet once in a while, which is really good for a 
happy soul. So I did not, I do not pay much attention to how much I can read or how many books I can read before end of my life. And when I reach that stage, maybe I would have a different opinion. Maybe I would have the wiser to pick up uh, different kind of books, but not right now. Right now, I am good the way I am. So I did, it did not if impact my reading much the this book, and not in that way. Makes sense. That's keeping it real, Prats. At least, as long as we are enjoying what we are reading, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, maybe we'll always, being the bookworms that we are, we'll always feel like we are not reading enough, but that can't be helped. Never. So, so yeah. So there's another thing that uh, attracted me a lot, and I pondered about this quite a bit. Through in the book, uh, Will talks about books as sources of hope. He's like uh, he's dependent on books in a lot of ways, and it's been it's brought him hope. It's brought him uh, knowledge. And it's connected him with his mother. So I wonder, like, do you guys feel that books can serve as hope? And what kind of uh, influence does book have? Books have over you guys. Uh, so oh. okay. Uh, when, uh, so when you were talking about this. I something just came to my mind that uh, I was reading another book and I've uh, and uh, there was also an article about books where I uh, read that um, during the World War there were a lot of books which were sent to the soldiers and I was listening to another podcast recently which mentioned kind of that a lot of people when they were fighting they would ask for romance books or they would ask for uh, you know books with the uh, happy ending stories i think that itself is a indication enough that people have always uh, found hope and found inspiration and found their happy places in the books we have talked about uh, how books have been influential in our life in the last podcast also and i think uh, it would not be enough to stress it stress it enough number of times how books are a source of hope and yes when you are going through a bad phase, even that time also we fall back on our favorite books. Like I would go back to Harry Potter because it has just a warm feeling for me. It has very relatable feelings of friendship and love. And I would go back to that book if I'm not feeling good or if I'm going through something which I really need some support. In that way, I think it is undeniably can say that books are always going to be symbol and sources of hope for the mankind for us and for anyone uh, who, who loves reading that way. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Even for me, Harry Potter has been one of the sources of hope and a book series that I go back to often, even now, whether it is low time or a high time, it has always been something which brings me happiness. So when you're reading that, it's uh, quite fun quite exciting it makes you feel like that there is a, there is hope at the end of the tunnel or light at the end of the tunnel 
books have always been that for me. Interesting. Uh, when we then it is not something very unexpected answer from any of us. Uh, the last thing which I would really want to ask is, and I know it is a very difficult question to ask from you, all of us. We read about a lot of books in this single book, and I'm sure you might have added a lot of books in your uh, TBR uh, piles. But is there any specific book uh, which you would want to mention that after reading this book, you immediately had a thought that, yes, I should read this book, or, or, or this book is completely new to me and I would should have known about it? Anything specific like that? I want to read Too Much Happiness by Alice Munro. That's one of the books uh, that they discussed that I am really curious about. And besides that, I really want to read more of Tony Morrison. What about you, Vinay? Uh, to be honest, no, I didn't actually take up and start making a list of these books I want to read or it didn't make me feel like I have to read this book immediately after reading this because uh, it inspired me, but it did inspire me to uh, try and take up a genre which I don't often take up. You don't know what will happen next, so might as well you can take up a book you would love to read, but you have been hesitant to read. And based on that, I, I would take up to read uh, by Rishma Kureshi, which I found in the uh, Jaipur Literature Festival at the start of this year. So. Yeah, that is the one book I think which I would take up reading based on the reread of this book. Okay, and um, what I uh, started immediately after this uh, book, like I added it to my TBR, and which is what I'm currently reading, is a book called uh, People of the Book, which is by Geraldine Brooks. And uh, this book is a historical fiction about a book conservator and the book that she's trying to conserve. Uh, it is a very interesting uh, story so far. I've read only 20% and I would talk more about it when uh, probably in my future podcast, in the next podcast probably. But uh, this is one book which immediately uh, got my attention because for some reason it's like I have been re-seeing re the name of this book again and again in my recommendations. And I was on a fence whether to pick it up or not. But when I saw the mention of this book in uh, End of Life uh, uh, book club, uh, then I immediately saw, okay, yes, this is what I have to uh, pick this up. And I did. So while we are talking about this genre, I would also like to ask you both, what other book in the same genre have you read or you would recommend to each other or to the readers, uh, which is about books or reading. So uh, about that, I would recommend two books to everybody. And I think one of them has been read widely already. That is Matilda by Rigual Tal. Uh, it's about a girl who teaches herself to read and then a lot more. I don't want to give away the plot to people who haven't read about it, but it's an amazing book about this kid. And the girl, Matilda, is surely going to touch your heart with her love for books. And the second uh, book that I would like to 
recommend is a book safe by Marcus Zuzak. Now, this book has changed my life. I first read it about four or five years back and I was completely blown away by the writing, the characters, the setting. Basically, everything about this book I loved. But what I loved most was the protagonist, Liesl. She is a girl who will actually make you fall in love with books and fall you, make you fall in love with written words and the impact that they can have on people's lives. So that's the two books that I would like to recommend to other people. Vinay? I have not read a lot of books in the genre yet. So uh, my, first, my first recommendation would be the book I'd rather be reading by Anne Bogle because it is a book which uh, helped me to get out of a block in this particular genre. The first book I tried reading didn't feel really fast or engaging. And uh, I thought no book in that genre could be engaging. But that book by Anne Bogle made me change my mind about it. I have also read a book called The Gansey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, which does have a book, uh, does have elements of reading and books into it. But I think that is a genre we can explore separately in another podcast. Prats, uh, what would you recommend for the readers in this genre? I will pick up a very uh, interesting book, which is not about, uh, which is which is not about books as such, but this is called The Shadow of the Wind, and Shadow of the Wind by Carlos Ruiz Zefon is a brilliant, brilliant story, uh, wherein a person uh, gets a book on his 11th birthday, and he starts to trace out what other books did this writer, did this this is author create. And this is how he uh, goes into the history of the author. And, and in a parallel, we come to know about who was the author, what he wrote, and how he wrote, come to came to write this book. And it's a kind of an overlapping story, uh, which is brilliantly done. Uh, it's a translation uh, book, if I'm not wrong, uh, but it's a very, very amazing uh, story about uh, books, about uh, book dealers and uh, library and authors and how it impacts their life while they are writing and how books impact us. So it's a very um, interesting story, Shadow of the Wind. Um, if I have to pick one more book of the same genre, I think I uh, would suggest uh, the library book, which is a nonfiction book uh, written by Susan Orleans. It is about a fire which happened in an American library. And this book traces the story of what happens after the fire. And in subsequent chapters, it also talks about how libraries come into, uh, how libraries operate in America, how libraries are handled, how libraries are uh, very impactful to the community and why we need libraries and what all amazing things can happen in the setup of a library when a lot of people come together for their love of books. Um, so that's another nonfiction which I would really recommend to everyone. So Leo, what are we talking about next week or what are we reading this next two weeks? I think all three of us like thrillers. So maybe we can take up thrillers as a genre we can read next time. And We can take 
and we can take Indian thrillers as a genre, please, because I really want to read a lot. A few Indian books. I have been reading a lot of non-Indian fiction. Definitely, I think we can definitely take up a Indian thriller. So, okay. a book which has fallen my way recently is a book called "You Beneath Your Skin" by Damianti Bishwas. I know DDS has it as well, and we can uh, read along for that book over the next fortnight and discuss it in the next podcast. Definitely, that would for me. be awesome. That would be awesome because I have been wanting to get started on this book since I. attended the book event in kolkata so that uh, that brings us to the end of our podcast for the day uh, but people please uh, do follow us on our twitter handle we only talk books we are feeling a bit lonely there please do come follow us there for regular updates on books and our podcast and all the books that we have discussed today don't worry if you have missed the names or anything because we will be sharing the details of the books that we have discussed today in the with the podcast and let's see meet next in two weeks okay yes yep. definitely cool. okay bye bye everyone happy reading happy reading all of you bye bye